On July 30, 2020, Nigerian-based Kiakia Print announced its expansion to South Africa and partnership with Australian-based online design and publishing company, Canva. The news came barely a month after Canva raised $60 million at a $6 billion valuation and partnered with FedEx Office to break into the US market. Canva's next move was into Africa, and it chose to partner with Kiakia Print. For a startup like Kiakia Print, which prints and delivers custom designs on demand, it's quite a perfect match. Canva has 30 million users. 30 million users globally. Before the lockdown, there were 20 million, and it's growing. That's Tunde Ademuywa, co-founder and CEO of Kiakia Print. Canva aligns with our vision. Now, what our vision is, how people build their business leveraging print and technology. When it comes to design technology, sorry, nobody beats Canva, right? You use Canva, okay, try it. it's easy to use, you know, it's straightforward, right? And that's how it just made sense. On this episode of Built in Africa, we put the spotlight on how a Nigerian print-on-demand startup, Kiakia Print, is taking its business global with Canva partnership and South Africa expansion. Tunde Adimuywa didn't set out to start a printing company. He just happened to stumble on the opportunity. If you ask me back in school, like in my wildest of dreams, I never imagined the printing industry. Globally, the printing industry is about $800 billion. Okay. It's bigger than the music industry, and digital is, is massive. And after, I think, the third biggest industry in the world. Um, I didn't know it was this massive. No, not one person can cover the entire print industry. It all began in 2012, when Tunde had an idea to make a business out of embedded chips in cards. He took a loan from a close friend and started his first company, Vocal Circuits Limited, a year later in 2013. The startup sought to offer bespoke audio and video print services to clients from different industries. The loan was used to launch the company's main product, speaking cards. And during the Ramadan, a popular religious event held by Muslims, Ademuywa decided to make 2,000 copies of speaking cards with Islamic messages and announcements embedded in the brochure. The plan was in... 16th in, in, so in June, I'll pay your 66 months long, I'll be back in December. Unfortunately, due to the absence of a proper distribution network, they weren't able to sell everything. I spoke to my friend because the plan was by December you have all, all your money. And for some reason, she just trusted me. I was, I was wondering whether she wasn't, you know, I, I was, I was humbled, you know, because, because she just trusted me. To make the best of a bad situation, Tunde decided to pitch to banks and presented speaking cards as a way to teach unbanked Nigerians about mobile money. 
the target of mobile money are people at the bottom pyramid. People at that level can read and write. Right? So how do you market mobile money to them? You have to teach them all the time. And how do you do How was also the best to speak illustration and all of that? So we created speak guys for mobile money for this bank. And um, they loved it. It was awesome. It took almost a year to get the first client, but eventually, First Bank Nigeria jumped on the project and launched their first money initiative on speaking cards. And he was able to pay back his friend's loan with 40% interest. Another big break would come during Nigeria's general elections campaign in late 2014. Here, the company programmed campaign messages in local languages into illustrated brochures. That period, he made over 10 million naira, $33,000 in sales from one client and more from his line of network. This money and extra revenue from subsequent clients kept the company operational. All the while, Tunde made his card prints in Shomulu, a very popular printing hub in Lagos, Nigeria, which back in the 70s and 80s was a hotspot for people coming from francophone countries to print. Although people still frequently visit Shomulu, the suburb has witnessed a decline and is now occupied by mostly unprofessional artisans who deliver subpar work in a largely unregulated environment. In a bid to have some control on the quality and output, Tunde bought a digital printing machine that could print cards faster than a regular printer would. Soon enough, he had an epiphany. I was like, we're not always speaking, printing speaking cards, making speaking cards. Said, wait, if it is machine that's printing this card, mm -hmm. I know print business cards. Tunde and his team told a couple of friends about the new business, which at the time didn't have a name, and via word of mouth, it spread quickly. The steady influx of customers through referrals made him believe he was doing something right. He decided to make it more open by creating an online presence and getting a name, Kia Kia Print. These guys are coming to us through referrals. They don't know us from anywhere and they're trusting us. It should have been something good. But also open up to a bigger platform where more people can get to see us and use us. Now, this is all that have been through word of mouth and friends and all that. Why don't you open up to it? bigger audience. Motivated by a friend who promised to invest, Tunde came up with a business plan for Kia Print. Meanwhile, he had to travel to the US for a holiday, visiting his elder brother, Bumi. This was in 2017. They got talking and he casually mentioned Kia Print and his vision for on-demand printing. His brother was so excited by the idea 
but he soon became his co-founder and now CTO. The second co-founder, Bolade Ogunfawote, met Tsunde via a mutual friend and joined the team and now serves as the chief product officer. So that's when we started Kiaki Prince. It was November 2017. My brother is my co-founder. He's tech. I was 20 years in my tech. Um, but I live into tech. I'm the only non-tech person, non-techy person. I studied engineering, so at least, you know. But I'm the non-techy person. I'm only the money and all of that. I follow the money and all. With zero external funding, the company was bootstrapped using personal funds and recurring revenue. To save resources, they decided to launch with a white label solution. Initially, because we were trying to validate the, the, what we were doing, we, didn't, we got a white label solution you know, from an Indian company that we customized it for all sorts of our reasons. But we had these limitations. They knew they would have to build a proprietary platform eventually, but their immediate priority was to grow the business organically, focusing on a lot of small and medium-sized businesses. What we're doing, we're just sending our company accounts, company accounts, company accounts, company accounts. And you see the way it is, a lot of these guys, so now that they come out of their big, their big leagues, those ones, they, they don't pay immediately. But they are the ones in the middle, they'll pay upfront for the job. And they will. So small pay full cash. Mid, the people in the mid there will pay some percent upon balance, upon, upon delivery, they will pay the balance. So their money was our seat, was what we needed. We're using our money to run the business. You give me seven percent, I do the business. By the time I've already made a profit, by the time I'm giving you, that's how we're running. So that really helped us. Within a short time, Kaka Print established itself as arguably one of Nigeria's best printing companies. So far, Kiaka Prince has grown to 30 employees serving a clientele of about 3,000 customers across Nigeria. Most of these clients are small and medium-sized businesses. But major clients include MTN Nigeria, Pizza Hut, Piggy Vest, Enyo, Red Bull, PepsiCo and Jack Daniels, among others. But Tunde is not satisfied. He has his eyes set on more growth. Mr. Prey makes $2.2 billion. They're the biggest in America. Moon does about $150 million. It's a British company, but in America. How many companies here we need to get that revenue? Tunde points out that technology presented both Vistaprint and MOO an opportunity to scale and they took it. For him, it's time for Kiaka Print to seize that opportunity too. So we built our own technology now. Okay. We have our own tech team. We're like, the vision is Uber for print. Wherever you are, no matter where you are, you can print with Kaka Print. We are now a technology company, right? Um, the only reason why we have assets here, because here in Nigeria, the market is not standardized. So we have to put in our own, trying to really put um, assets on the ground, you know, to make sure we have in what it takes to sell the customer company. 
Tunde is already thinking global for Kiakia Print. He boasts that the Nigerian company currently has the capacity to serve West Africa. Nevertheless, they chose to expand to South Africa first. When you think about the reasoning behind the decision, it makes sense. You see, depending on who you ask, either Nigeria or South Africa is Africa's biggest economy. But it is a consensus that both are Africa's largest economies. However, South Africa has a higher GDP per capita than Nigeria. According to the Deloitte Customer Review, South Africa has a per capita income of $7,500 compared to Nigeria's $1,630. Also, South Africa has a credit system that works, unlike Nigeria. Any market where there's, there's some sort of credit system, it stimulates the economy. For Kiakia Print, expanding south rather than the immediate west made financial sense. I want to be able to capture value. I'm not saying no value there, but I believe in some markets we captured faster than the others. You know, it's, that, it's really that simple. Um, yeah, so that's why we said, let's do, let's see. The three-year-old startup formed partnerships with local print companies in South Africa that offer similar high standards of print. So in essence, Kiakia Print doesn't need to establish a physical presence there. Like I said, here, the assets we have here for West Africa, for West Africa, the market there is more standardized. Customers in both countries now have the option to either upload a design, hire a designer via the platform, or, thanks to the partnership with the Australian company, use their Canva design templates before going ahead to print. We are, we, are, we, are, we are making things easier for the customers, even their markets. But the print companies there are going to benefit from us. So I'm bringing business to them. What should be the focus of that owner, the owner of that machine, is to make sure that there's activity on that machine. And that's where we come in. On future expansion, what is imminent for Kakia Print is not necessarily moving to another African country, but expanding outside Africa entirely. What we do and our vision, we're not an African company. The vision is global. The companies of our platform, we partner with a local print company that delivers value. Nothing stops us from going to any country in the world today. Nothing. Kaka Print has always been under the radar since launching, but has witnessed astonishing growth. But with its expansion and partnership, it will have to adjust to a new phase of being in the public's eye and pursuing growth simultaneously. Having been completely bootstrapped so far, is there any chance that Kaka Prince will be raising equity investment soon? Actually, we are, we are now having that discussion now. We are now beginning to think of because the scale of what we want to achieve right now, um, we have pushed it to our, we've pushed it to a decent level. We pushed ourselves to this level. Um, so right now, I'm more comfortable with um, with 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 discussing with potential investors. You know.
Thank you for listening to Built in Africa. This script was adapted by Muiwa Matuluko. Research and interview by Heritage Kene Okafo. Sound design by Ogenekaro Obrutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Precious Mogoli. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Built in Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us feedback at hello at builtin.africa. That's hello at builtin.africa. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.